When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Oh my gosh, this was the scariest drive to work I've had in a very long time. I'm going to convince you of snow tires by the end of this segment. What happened out there? Um, well, first of all, everyone's driving like 20 miles per hour, and the people who aren't are basically bullying the people who are. Oh, pickup, gosh. pickup truck people. It's yep. pickup truck people. Yep. We truck get it. You have big tires. Or like big SUV people. Yeah, the Yukons. But I'm, we're going like 20 miles per hour. I so much as just tap on my brakes. And I'm fishtailing. Oh, no. It's really scary out there. Yeah, that's really unnerving. And this has to do with it's just so cold right now that, yeah, any residue that was left last night froze overnight. And it gets to the point where, you know, when MnDOT says, oh, the chemicals just don't work the way that they normally would when it gets this cold. We have 11 below right now. Uh, It's going down to 16 below tonight, 22 below tomorrow. Nice. A weird reprieve on Saturday, and then yeah. Sunday, 10 below, 10 below, 4 below. Um, yeah, it's really dodgy out there. Yeah, it's scary. And I, mean, and I don't think the exhaust helps from the cars. You it know? refreezes. It refreezes. Really you get that morning commute, the exhaust, it gets oh, so cold when it's sub-zero like this. I learned this from the mad scientist of meteorology, Jonathan Juhas, <laughs> that the exhaust comes out, and when it is double-digit negative cold, it refreezes under the ground and creates essentially a new layer of slick roads. So it's really, it sucks. AKA black ice. That's black right. Ice. If it's shiny, as Kenny, our traffic kitty says, yes. it's ice. It's ice. Even yeah, and you gotta slow down. You can't see it. Now listen, I'm probably gonna be one of those guys later today who's just, I mean, revving my engine at a stoplight because I got snow tires yesterday. Mm. You this did? Is, this is the first time in my life. I, we put snow tires on the minivan because it has, oh gosh, front wheel drive. Mm-hmm. And so we needed some more grip there. I've never had snow tires on my vehicle, which is an all wheel drive vehicle. It's not like a big beast. It's a little crossover SUV. But I'm really excited. I almost want to test it. Like I'm sort of now looking forward to it snowing, even pulling out of the lot yesterday. I was like, oh, let's step on the gas here and see if they're really gripping. I got the, I got the Blizzak tires. Thank you guys for asking the brand. Yeah. I got Blizzak. They say if you're not riding on Blizzak, what's stopping you? One of the great slogans of all time. It's a, it's a double entendre. You know, what's yeah. stopping you from buying us and what's stopping your vehicle on the ice? So I got Blizzak tires now. Congratulations. And I'm going to get them off uh, in in April, beginning of April. I'll get them off or when we think the final snow has come. Maybe that's mid-April. I don't know. And I'm going to see if I can get these to last like three or four 
winters. That's the plan. That's great. So they're about $100 a piece. Definitely yeah, worth it. Little north of that. Oh, you, okay. you can get them as low. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you this right now. I'm not afraid oh, to tell that's you guys. The size. Sorry. Um, right out out the door, parts and labor, seven twenty one. Okay, that feels like a lot of money for me. But then I started looking. I was like, well, if each tire is like one thirty to two hundred, I saw that range. I was like, well, that makes sense for that and labor. So, what do you do when you're ready to switch them out? You just go to a mechanic. You go right back to the place where, listen, uh, you can go back to the place to put your tires on. Okay. And okay, then Costco. they'll just, for like 50 or $60, they just swap out your tires. Okay, so where do you store your snow tires? I would store my snow tires in the garage, although they forgot to put my snow tires in my car. They thought they did, and then they said, uh, do you want to come back? And I was like, why don't I just come back? A couple days later this week, <laughs> I'll just come back. I said, just don't throw my tires away. Because, you know, it was great. I said, hey, how are my all-season tires doing? Shoot straight with me. Give me an honest opinion. And he walked in, checked out the tires, said, you know what, I think you got about seven or 8,000 more miles on those, so why don't you keep those for now? So so then I'll do, I'll do that. I can't do that anymore. I'm just going to get a new car. No, Donna. I can't. Get, no, no, no. no. I, you have a good vehicle. You I dumped so much money. I dumped like seven grand into that car in one year. Well, I got news for you, though, sister. If, even if you get a brand new car, it's not going to come with snow tires. I understand. I'm not even thinking about the snow tires. I'm just thinking of the car. I want you to get snow tires. You are my precious piece no, of china. Then I have to like <laughs> take them out of the car and put them in the garage. Who's going to help me do that? You can do you're, it. You're freeloading uh, roommate. Have him do it. Bad back. Oh, that's what they you all say. You can lift a tire. I can oh, lift a tire. You can do it yourself. Yeah, we you don't are, need men. That's right. Men suck. I've made it this far. Yeah. All my women, independent. You don't know the Destiny's Child song? Yeah. Uh, No, I don't. don't want to embarrass ourselves. I have to tell you this. uh, (laughs) While I was getting the snow tires on, knowing that the cold was coming in, I had a very productive session in the lobby of the tire center because I went and bought some winter gear that I've long been meaning to buy. Do you know that this is such a pathetic sign of me? Can anybody out there relate with wanting to get something, having a need to get something, and not getting it for a long, long time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Eight years ago, I saw someone wearing the ear covers that wrap behind your head, mm-hmm. not over your head, mm-hmm. behind your head. Yep, I have some I, You of those. know who I saw wearing them? I'll, I'll name drop. I don't care. Joe Mason, Five Eyewitness News reporter. Mm-hmm. And I thought, those are great. Eight years ago, guys. I've wanted them every winter. And then it gets to a point in the winter where I'm like, why don't I have those? And then I say it's too late in the winter to buy them now. Guys, this is $15 There's on Amazon. Be another winter. And <laughs> Lou, if you're listening, you might want to buy a backup pair. Yes. You know, I think they're overrated. I had a couple of pairs and I was like, nah. You think you're going to wear them, and then you're like, yeah, this just doesn't feel right. But Steve can't mess up his hair. This can't is mess the up my main hair. I know. Thing. That's the reason that I got them. It's how I make a living. And here's the, here's the thing. <laughs> when I sure when I is. wear, like, the big full hat, you know, the, the hat that has the ear flaps, I love that when I'm shoveling yeah. snow and stuff like that. But if I wear that and I'm moving around for any period of time outside, 
I start to get hot, then I need to take it off. It's always just, can you keep your ears warm? And that's the first to frostbite yeah. on, on your on your old noggin. It, your ears are really, really sensitive. So I got those. I got good gloves with the with the uh, you know the touch thing, so I can still yeah. touch the screen. Oh, yeah, those don't work that great. No, they've advanced those. I've okay, had crappy good. ones, and right, now they have really good well, ones. You got to tell us the brand then. I will. It's on Amazon. They're going to arrive okay. on Saturday. I'll yeah. have a full rundown. How do you know they're good? How do you know? Because of the reviews. The reviews are good. There are people saying, look, I've had so many of these crappy pairs. You know, I got a pair at Costco uh, uh, two years ago, and the touchscreen worked wonderfully. Oh, that's but good. they weren't thick enough. They weren't warm enough. So these ones, they say, are nice and warm. But I think what I need, guys, are two pair of gloves. The warm and practical, and then the it is god-awful cold, and you need to go out and snow blow. What are the warmest? Like choppers. Maybe I need a pair of choppers. Mm. I also got wool socks. Okay. Is this just going to be what, what I got on my shopping trip yes. segment? <laughs> That's what I was hoping. And look, we're out of time. Uh, and Daniel from Canada, Daniel the painter, said yes. snow tires stay on until it gets above 44 degrees Fahrenheit. Nothing oh, to he do gave with us Fahrenheit. Snow or ice. <laughs> yes. He gave us Celsius first, but then oh, okay. Okay. he also gave us Fahrenheit. So there you go. Thank you, Daniel. Uh, we have a great show. It's Thursday uh, coming up in hour three at 1130. Throwback Thursday music trivia. Every day at 1030, we play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. And at 930, Donna's got a list of the most anticipated movies mm-hmm. of the year 2022, of which we are now in. When we return, some things that make you go, huh? Can you figure this out? The CIA had to approve every single episode of this show just to make sure that they didn't accidentally reveal classified information. Do you know the show? Hmm. Pretty recent, by the way. We'll get into that when we come back. Don and Steve on My Talk. So, one of your New Year's resolutions is to exercise, right? Mm-hmm. So where do you start? How fit are you? Are french fries a vegetable? Right now, the Y is offering a new member fitness assessment. Yep, this means you meet with a certified personal trainer who measures your current fitness and well-being and then gives you a personalized plan to achieve your goals. Joined by January 12th, and enrollment is $0. Join now at ymcanorth.org. Good morning. Welcome back to the show. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun, y'all. Yeah. Woo! John McClain is hanging with us till uh, just Hello. about 10 o'clock. Hey, girl, hey. Hey. And Steve's got some random fun Things that make you go. Alrighty, my friends. I gave you a hint before the break. Did you figure this out? The CIA had to approve every episode of this show just to make sure that they didn't reveal classified information. It's hard for me to believe. What was that show about the White House? Um, Rob Lowe, Martin Sheen. West Wing. Yes, West Wing is my guess. That is incorrect. 24. NCIS. Ooh. NCIS 24. It was an FX show. Does this help you at all? Better Things. Oh. Better Things. Yeah, Pamela Adlon. Great show. The CIA had to approve every episode of the FX show, The Americans. Oh, that makes sense. About Russian spies living undercover in the United States to make sure that they did not sort of accidentally reveal any classified information. Whose job in the CIA was that? Hey, Derek, we're going to take you off of the overseas trip to Ukraine. Yeah. We just need you to to watch The Americans. I guess that'd be a good gig if you're in the CIA. Oh, for sure. That's probably not what you dreamed of doing, though. Right. When you were like, I got into the CIA. Right. 
What are you doing? Binge watching. <laughs> Did either of you have anyone in your life that you ever questioned, I wonder if they're in the CIA? Nope. No? You? We had thoughts about my dad for a little while. Oh, my. He could never, we could never make sense of what he did. And we always felt like the explanation was a little unnecessarily complicated. (laughs) So. What did he do? He was involved in um, big, like, company merger deals. So if a big Mm. corporation needed another corporation to help do their... IT or network work. I could see he had to why help you broker thought... these deals. Yeah. <laughs> I could well, see and why. then he would spend long periods of time out of town in DC, in New York, in Detroit, where he'd be like, I'm going to work on a deal. And then for the next three to six months, it would just be Monday through Friday, he's gone. And then comes home on the weekend and then goes and travels again. Mm, yeah, it seems sketchy. That's what we Ooh. thought. Yeah. And then none of us, you know, we had a Chandler Bing moment. Where we all went, <laughs> we all went around the room when we were home for Christmas and said, "All right, somebody tell me what Josh, my brother Josh, <laughs> what does Josh do for a million dollars? Explain what he does." Doesn't he take photos? <laughs> no, that's Scooty. Oh, Scooty! What does Josh do? I can't believe you call a grown man Scooty. Scooty. <laughs> um, what does Josh do? He probably sells insurance, right? I don't know. You know who the only person who could adequately answer it in the room? Josh. My dad. Oh, really? He used oh, a lot of fancy operative. words. The other <laughs> That's right. He came to his defense. He used the word procurement about six times in the explanation. What did they say Chandler was? A, what was the guess? Oh, right. Friends fans. He's a, uh, I wasn't a huge fan, so I don't know. Wow. Some cats seem unusually interested in melons and certain fruit. Have you ever noticed oh, this? Have we just moved on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. This, this, is, this is what we do. Okay. All right. um, and some of those cats are in, unusually interested in those melons because that fruit could contain an amino acid that smells like meat hmm. to them. Oh. Very interesting. Neato. Here's another reason why I trust the Bible as a wholly inspired book domesticated cats are never mentioned in the bible now that's thoughtful editing even though they were common (laughs) in the middle east at that time but you don't hear a lot about dogs or cats (laughs) in the bible you got a little what's his face going on there andy rooney no the other guy (laughs) Um, seinfeld martin shorts oh jiminy glick yes Okay, what did he get here? Bill Maher think about babies. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh, do I love Jiminy Glick. Donna, you got to get back on Only Murders in the Building. Okay. I am telling you, my whole family started watching it, not the family, but all my siblings started watching it over Christmas. Oh, gosh. I hope Lou says that she wants to watch it at some point, that I will happily rewatch the whole series with her. I just enjoy the the feel. It's got a good New York feeling, too. Ooh. New York looks romantic Ooh, in the it. movies and television. Okay, so only murders in the building. Only murders I, in the I building. Need to watch that. Okay, it is on Hulu. Yeah, Donna talked about it. You dropped off. I dropped, dropped off. off. Okay. Steve yeah. Martin, Martin Short, their characters and the subtlety of their humor oh. grows with each episode. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It gets richer and richer as time goes on. Uh, Nathan Lane, the wonderful Nathan Lane, is in it as well. It's really, really great. And Selena Gomez. Selena what, Gomez what is an really enjoyable. opportunity. I mean, even if you're Selena Gomez, aren't you freaking out that you get the opportunity to do a role oh, I would like think this so. with those two comedy masters? Absolutely. And if you think, well, this is a bit of an odd trio. Steve Martin, Martin Short makes sense, but Selena Gomez as a third wheel here seems bizarre. They play into that in the show. It's a very unlikely, not pairing, but, you know, set of circumstances that would lead the three of them to forming some form of a connection or relationship. But, oh gosh, Only Murders in the Building, I believe season two... They're already working on. I believe, I believe. I want to know, when is Mrs. Maisel coming back? That's a great question. What are we on, season four? I don't remember. I'd really like to see how that turns out. Uh, February. February. 18th. February 18th. Okay. Uh, And that is going to be season four. So we're three seasons through. I've probably watched a total of 11 episodes. Me likey. Okay. By the way, the new uh, season of This Is Us, the final season, out. Mm. New episode just came out on Tuesday. And boy, they had quite the uh, quite the season finale last year. Sort of a cliffhanger moment of like, wait, what? Hmm. You're over it, I know. I'm over it. Don't you want to watch the final season? It's only going to be like 12 episodes, Donna. No, thank you. <laughs> Donna, wait a second. Have you watched of all of it up until this point? She's watched a lot of it. She and Ryan... Ryan Perpich, God rest his soul, former producer now working in the newsroom. They used to do a full detox, and I was the one who was dragging behind every week. I it's think a, you're the reason I kind of just what? was just... No, I know I'm why. I'm not going to watch it anymore. Don't blame me. I mean, once it got to be like the the Crock-Pot episode, then the... the That's because Crock-Pots make you anxious. The uncle who lived in the trailer, yes. you know, that whole thing. Yeah, I don't know. Admit it. It's because of Toby. You hate Toby. You've Toby always needs had... to go be. Oh, my I God. Mean, no it's likey. That sort of hate speech. Sorry, guys. Ah, oh, You're my best friends. Philadelphia is literally powered on burning money. The Federal Reserve in Philadelphia takes money that is too worn out to be in circulation, and then they send it to local power plants where they then burn it for electricity. That's neat. Is that what they do with it? Somebody stuffing some in their pocket? Oh, a little bit, right? I mean, wouldn't you want to skim some off the top? And Google sees the biggest spike in people searching for hangover cures, of course, on January 1st. (laughs) Do you know what the second most popular day is of the year where people are searching hangover cures? Um, July 5th? That's a really good guess. That's what I would have thought. It's November 1st, the day after All Hallows' Eve. Oh, how about that? How about it? Oh, well... I'm going to go. No, no, no. Donna, you know, you've got All this right, great I, list yes. of 
fun yes, movies. Most anticipated movies of 2022. We'll see how you feel about each of them as well and how excited you are. We'll go through that list when we come right back on my talk. All right, we're back. Thanks for listening. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071, where talk is fun. Don McLean hanging with us as well. You guys like movies, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's a bunch of lists out right now of like some of the most the highly anticipated movies of the year. Some mm-hmm. you may have even forgotten about. Oh, I bet. I want and some are probably as a result of COVID delay COVID. Exactly. Things. Like 2021 was supposed to be the year of Tom Cruise. Uh, thanks to Mission Impossible 7 and Top Gun Maverick. Oh, yeah. That's right. Both of those. Yep. But um, it looks like now Top Gun Maverick is coming out on May 27th. So people are really looking forward to that. That's a nice Memorial Day weekend splash at the box office. Yes, queer. Are you familiar with Uncharted? Uncharted. Yes. Is, it's is a video that game. the video game? Mm-hmm. Well... This is, um, okay, it's a movie called Uncharted, Uncharted, and it is based on, like, Nathan Drake's, like, digital Oh, this is great listening to her explain it. I don't know. No, you tell me. You tell me. It's more this fun is going to be Tom say. Holland, by the way, and Mark Wahlberg. Oh, is that who's... Don't leave the wrong casting. Is it who really, should it Don? have been? Nathan Fillion. Oh, sure. There's a fan film that was made with Nathan Fillion really? of Uncharted. It's like a 30-minute film, and it's fantastic. I've and only he's perfect. I've only played the first video game in this series, but he's like just out there, like in the jungle, sort of a situation. Yeah. And um, it's. It, I remember it being a very fun, albeit slightly difficult game. It's difficult, but. Um, I... But he's a fun, charismatic guy. He has a mentor, which I think in the movie will be played by Mark Wahlberg, Mm -hmm. which is also kind of not a great casting. Really? All right. Well, some other (laughs) movies, Mission Impossible 7. That doesn't come out till like September. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. That'll be out in November. Scream is coming out in about a week. I didn't even know that this was a thing. Yeah, Scream is, uh, and it's not a, it's a, it's a reboot, right? It's not a remake. It's a reboot, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know we saw this when we were at the yeah, movie theater. Sequel, reboot. I don't know. Just go see it. I'm not gonna see that. Although oh. I do like David Arquette. Love David Arquette and Nev Campbell. Oh man, David Arquette. I don't He's know a super likable guy. I think they are. Aren't they coming back? Mm. And Courtney Cox. Oh my. Yes. That's, That's cool. kind of fun. And yeah. then there's a bunch of newcomers as well. Um, let's see what else. The Northman is coming out. It's a thriller. I guess people are excited about it. Thor, Love and Thunder is coming out this year in the summer. Come on, baby. We tried to get Donna interested in Thor by watching Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. She thought it was, you it was know, okay. Fine. It's cute. That just ranked yesterday as the, speaking of list, as the funniest uh, Marvel movie. I did see that. Yeah. Interessante. I think Chris Hemsworth's sneaky funny. Yeah, I'll give you that. Dumb Maybe I'll go back and watch it. Dumb funny. Uh, Jurassic World Dominion is coming out in June. I would watch that. Okay, good. Donna, have you seen Jurassic World? I have. The one with Chris Pratt? I have. Did you like it? I did. Huh. 
Right? You just never know what you're going to get from me. Honest to goodness. I like the dinosaur thing. I like the concept of like, you know what? We're going to create an entire amusement park Yeah. based on this weird concept. You like a bag of Chex Mix. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I'm getting. I don't know if it's going to be... Rye bread. Yeah. I do like those. Me those too. are my favorite. Could anyway. be a button. I don't know, Steve. The Flash is coming out in November. There's a lot of this, like, comic book type stuff. Oh, you're saying that with a furrowed brow. I just feel like, how much longer is this trend going to last? You know, I think quite some time. Because it is, think of, comic books have been around forever. That is true. And so they have stories that they have been telling and telling and retelling and altering and telling a little bit of a different way. And when you think of the movie theater, I think that movie exhibitors, the movie theater complexes of the world, are hoping for more of these. Because as time goes on, that's the thing that might draw you to a theater for the surround sound. And you want to feel your chair rumbling, these big, sure. over-the-top, big-budget things. Not People aren't going to the theater for licorice pizza. Might be a great movie, <laughs> but they're not like, I've got to see that in a theater. Yeah, that's true. You're right. Lightyear is coming out. That looks kind of good, right? That does. That's the origin story of the real-life, well, you know, all of this is fake, but the real-life person that the action figure Buzz Lightyear was based on. Okay, but it's not about the real-life person, but it's about the fake real-life person. Correct. Okay. Yeah, the real-life person within the world of Pixar. So step okay. into that Pixar universe. But Buzz Lightyear was modeled after this guy, this astronaut. Okay, It's, it's actually Looks a very cool. cute concept. I really think that's going to be good. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1 is coming out. People are excited about that this year. Avatar 2. Come on. I never saw the first one. <sighs> I saw it. And I got, you never saw it? I saw half of it. What do they say? It's like Ferngali or what is it? Last of the Mohicans? It's really just like the story of Pocahontas. Okay. Okay, Yeah. Okay. But, but I would. some context. That helps. And it's really, now listen, I think I got swept away by it because I went to London to cover the premiere of it. Oh. I used to travel internationally. Okay. And I had a passport. Okay. And. I went there and interviewed the cast. And so then it's just, it's just this experience. And then afterward, after we saw the movie, standing ovation, ah, we love it. And we interview the cast doing the junket. Then we do the red carpet. And then they had a, the, uh, an after party that the press never gets invited to, but we were invited to. And funny story, Scooty, the aforementioned brother of mine, who is a professional photographer at that time was thinking of starting a video and wedding photography business and ran the idea past James Cameron, who is the Academy Award winning director. James right, Cameron. What was your brother Scooty's doing talking there? talking to James Cameron? At, oh, so Scooty came oh, a little because... nepotism going oh, on here. Let's hear this. Scooty had recently, uh, the, the company he had worked for, a family business, had closed. They just went, to, went kaput. So he was now trying to pivot into what's the next thing. So my mom, when I said, guys, I get to go. This is when I just started working at this entertainment network reels. I said, they're flying me to London. I, I've never been to London. They're flying me to London to go cover the premiere of Avatar. And then my mom said, I'm going to try to fly Scooty out there with you. Oh, Scooty God. shows up. He's great. We sit down at a restaurant first day. He says, excuse me, ma'am, what's a gherkin? I mean, we were really out of place. That's a pickle, by the way. 
So we we go there. So he is there with me, and it's this really fun experience. Oh. And at this party, he had started thinking, my next job is maybe I'll get into videography and photography. And James Cameron was very in a very good mood and was at this party. Not all of the cast was at the party, but James Cameron was there. And my brother ran past James Cameron, his idea for starting a wedding video photo <laughs> business. And like, what do you think of this? And any tips or pointers? I, I forget James Cameron's exact words, but it was sort of like a... That's adorable. Sort of a vibe that we got. Oh, and we just God, thought it was so it. funny that he just, he really tried to become colleagues with James Cameron. That's funny. All That's that to say, so funny. I really enjoyed Avatar. The rides are at Disney now. The rides that are fantastic. Is fantastic. Flight of Passage is wonderful. I can't wait for these moves and I can't believe it's been over a decade. I can't either. That does not seem that long ago. Uh, don't forget the Batman. March oh, 4th, you guys. With Robert Pattinson. Uh, who I think is going to be great. Me I think too. so, too. Oh, I'm pumped for that. Hmm. I love a Out good Batman movie. Out of all of them, movie. I think that's my my favorite that I'm looking forward to the most. Is that right? Because I, after watching The Lighthouse... I knew you were going to say that. He's <laughs> such a great actor. He is a good actor. He really is. What's your, what's your uh, favorite on that list, Donna? Oh, I think The Batman. And I think I I'm like going to go... Batman stuff. Oh, and Lightyear. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go Avatar 2, just because it's been so long that we've been waiting for it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take my answer. No, I'm going to leave it. It's been what, gonna change it seven to? times. Jurassic World. Happened? Oh, oh yeah. I, I do love the Jurassic. I've seen all of those. Oh. Oh. <laughs> well. I'm special. I've only seen the first one. Oh, really? I know. Go on, the second it's one is real. Is it the second one with, with Chris Pratt? No, no, no. That would have been like the fourth one. Okay. That's really good. You can see had, that as a standalone. They had three Jurassic Parks. Then they shut it down for a little while. Then they resurrected it with the Chris Pratt. And uh, oh my gosh, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, whom I oh, love. Yeah. Yes, she's lovely. All right. Thanks for listening. That's got me all excited. See? And I, I went to the theater. Donna and I both went to a theater for the first time over Christmas break in, you know, nearly two years. Mm, yeah. And it was exciting yeah. to the, the smell of popcorn. There is something. There is something about the movie theater experience that is just really incredible. And frankly, you cannot mimic it unless you have a full-blown Cribs theater room. You know what I mean? Like yes, of course. Mansion. Oh, does he have one? <laughs> it's pretty big. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's a full, it's like, yeah. You know, we stayed at a uh, at a vacation house in Orlando a couple years ago, and it was this mansion that was like a gazillion dollars a night. The only way we could make it work is if five families chopped up yeah. the payment. But then it sleeps thirty, and right. it's it's really really it's a cool way to do a vacation. Anyway, it ended up being less expensive than a cruise, and it was all there. But they had a theater room that was unbelievable. It was like five rows of recliner chairs massive screen oh, wow. unbelievable sound the little twinkle like movie lights on the side and when you would press play for the movie zoom, the lights automatically oh, go down so cool. you close the door and you are in a movie theater and then you go outside you walk out of the door at the end and you're in the game room or oh. they got a killer pool hot tub unbelievable will That's you awesome. let us know what which one exactly could you remember which one that was and send us a link so we can look at it because you know we like to look at yes. big houses i would be able to find that you did when you came back i do remember yeah and we're going to another I mean, one it of had these like a basketball court yes 
And or we you found can a shoot bigger some hoops or whatever it is. That shoot you hoops do. in the park yeah. to blow it's some just steam. That's Orlando what... just does not seem like oh, Donna. a place to spend that kind of kaching. Donna. I mean, it's like you know, Jersey you on City, Celebrity Island. Were you on that special island no, where Rosie it's called, O'Donnell lives? It's called Reunion Resort, and it's an imagine a massive subdivision uh-huh. that is all. Massive houses, mm-hmm. you know, anywhere between four to twelve thousand square feet, God. and all for vacation rentals. They were constructed and designed just to be rented out for luxury vacation rentals. But I'm telling you guys, if you get five families to chop it up, that you can find five families you enjoy enough, it is a really reasonable for what you get. And so we're going to be doing that uh, March. Th- March 31st through April 8th. Oh, you're going again? Yeah, we've had a plan for over a year. We planned it in the throes of the pandemic. Wow. And we're like, what about this? And it's a bigger and better place. So fun. Good for you, Steve. Whatever. You're living life to the fullest. That's I have amazing. a guitar. Let's okay. go to break. Oh, good. Okay, well, hey, when we come back, I know we don't really get super sporty on this station, but we got to talk about Antonio Brown and what he is saying about walking off the field. Remember, he ripped his shirt off, Buccaneers, that whole thing. Um, We've got his version of that story coming up next on My Talk. You're listening to the Donna and Steve Experience on My Talk 107.1, where talk is fun. Mm -hmm. Producer Don McClain hanging with us as well. (laughs) D-Mac. We're about to get a little sporty because we're your athletic supporters. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Okay, so... Remember when Antonio Brown took his shirt off during the... Who were they playing? They were playing the the New York Jets. Okay. They were losing. The Jets are a terrible team. The Bucs are Super Bowl winning champs. Uh, It was really shocking. It was shocking to see. So he takes, I don't know if he had words with his, with the coach. No uh, one knew at the time. No one knew at the time. So a lot of assumptions have been made that he was having some kind of melt, meltdown or mental health issue of some sort. Um, he is saying, no, it's not that. He was just angry. He was fired because he refused to play with an injury. So he issued a statement last night saying that he had a bum ankle and that he was in contact with the coach. What's his name? Bruce Arians. Does that sound right? Bruce Arians, yep. And also with the training staff over the week leading up to the game. He said when he couldn't play anymore, you know, he told them. And then Arians had a fit. So Antonio Brown said, he shouted at me, you're done, and ran his finger across his throat. Okay. And basically telling me that if I didn't play hurt, then I was done with the Bucks. So Arians has denied knowing anything about the ankle, but Antonio Brown says, that's a lie. That's an absolute lie. I had an MRI on Monday. Oh, and it showed broken bone fragments stuck in my ankle. The ligament was torn from the bone and he had cartilage, uh, cartilage loss, which was extremely painful. So listen, he's got a good case here. He does, but 
Okay. He has an a god awful track record for manipulating and okay. bullying teams and fighting his way out of a situation that he suddenly doesn't like for whatever oh, reason. Oh, is that right? Okay. This is how he was let go uh, from the Steelers. Mm. Uh, this is then he went to the Raiders when he got to the yeah, uh, at the time that. the L.A. Raiders. He then had some sort of cryotherapy accident where he now couldn't train with them because he burned his feet. Then he started complaining about the NFL, said everybody's got to change their helmets so that they protect you better from CTE and concussions. He threw a fit about that and said he wasn't going to play. Then he got into a uh, an altercation with the general manager of the LA Raiders and then started going on these rants on social media in order to apply public pressure and make it so messy that the team just said forget it we're okay, gonna cut wow. bait with this guy i can't believe people keep hiring him though he is unbelievably talented he is he was always on my fantasy football team oh my gosh <laughs> when he played for the pittsburgh steelers there was probably you know a i don't know a four-year stretch where he was ju- he was just the best he was the best receiver in football and when he goes to these teams they all say when he works no one's working harder when he shows up and is committed no one works harder than he does at practice, and he just goes full speed. But then he has these, he has some not so great moments behind the scenes where he can be very fun and he can be very cancerous to a culture in in a place where you really need to have some oh, trust kind of and support. And by the way, check him out on TMC Sports. I mean, you can also see after he got let go from the Raiders when they were like, all right, screw this. Yeah. We're not going to do this experiment anymore. Then there's a video of him, what is it, a week or so later after some sexual misconduct charges had been made against, or claims had been made against him from former, was it massage therapists or trainers? Yeah, 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 yeah. I do then remember that. Then they cops yep, yep. coming up to his house in uh, where he was staying, I think it was in California at the time, yes. and he's going on a tirade of just oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, F-bombs and all sorts of things being yelled at that. the cops. Seen That's that, why... seen him walking out and him just yeah. not helping his cause. He has, um, so the, 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 I think on paper, if you looked at what he says in a vacuum, mm-hmm. it seems like, well, this, this makes sense. And listen, if he's got an MRI that says that, there could be something to that. Bear in mind, he also, uh, Bruce Arians' level of patience, he had him on the team, then he had to, like, then he went away, then they brought him back, and then he got injured, and then that seemed to be stretching out. And then he got suspended for three games for having a fake vaccination card. And then he just came oh, back I after that. that. Oh I gosh. forgot about that. And th- so I think that Bruce Arians may have been at a point where possibly I'm going to I'm going to play uh, Arians advocate here. Okay. Maybe he saw Brown participating in practice that week, running around, doing all the stuff. Mm-hmm. And then some at some point in the middle of a game saying, ah, you know what? I don't want to uh, I'm hurt. I don't want to go back in. And he's thinking. I have, I've made it work so that you can be here and have another chance in the NFL. We're not going to play this game anymore. Okay. I'm not going to stick my neck out. Got it. You don't want to play now? Get out of here. Sure. That's sure. a lot of trouble. It's a, it's a really, yeah, I mean, they're going to have to sort through this. Now to me. Well, now, here we go. Antonio Brown talking apparently this morning on social media saying that Alex, he, now he's throwing some shade at Tom Brady. And Alex Guerrero. Alex Guerrero is Tom Brady's uh, trainer, who was one of the reasons why Tom Brady ended up leaving the New England Patriots was because Bill Belichick, notorious Mm -hmm. grump, didn't want this Guerrero specific trainer for Brady around the team facility. He was like, he's not a part of the team. Get him out of here. 
Brady didn't love that. Antonio Brown is now saying that he started working with Tom Brady's trainer, Alex Guerrero. Mm -hmm. And uh, he says he started requesting on the morning of Christmas Eve, apparently, half of the $100,000 fee that Antonio Brown says he had previously paid to Alex Guerrero, Brady's trainer. And he said, if we not going to work anymore, and Guerrero responded politely and almost cheerfully offering to, quote, send the balance. Like, all right, we're not going to train together anymore. I will send you the balance of what the training sessions you still haven't gotten in. Then Brown addressed that observation from Guerrero on Twitter saying, imagine your QB trainer charges you $100,000 then doing no work must be part of these guys' plans all along, which mm-hmm. ProFootballTalk.com goes on to say, if you read into that, essentially Alex or Antonio Brown there is saying if that's the plan all along, what he would be suggesting is they lured Brown to come there. Hey, we'll train you knowing that they could charge him high fees. Oh, oh. To which if I was Tom Brady I don't know about, I don't and I was a gazillionaire yes. and married to the breadwinner, Giselle Bunchen. <laughs> I don't know if 100K matters to No, me. this is not a conspiracy. This is just something that happened. But Brown does these, and he applies this public pressure via social media. Again, he may very well be right in this specific case, but sure. why he won't get the benefit of the doubt as a knee-jerk reaction is because of his past. Okay, thank you for clarification yeah. on that. I'm going right. to uh, link up this article here. <laughs> yeah. So you could share it. Dawn, thank you. Thank hey, you, Dawn. Thank you, guys. We'll we love see you. you tomorrow. All right. Bye. Let Rocco in. He's probably frothing at the mouth. He is. He's banging <laughs> on the door. Hold up.